welcome to smart cherry's thoughts this is sai from india I'm good, I'm good. Uh, you know, Friday. Uh, trying to get the day finished. <laughs> so we can. Sure. So firstly, thank you uh, for coming to my show. No worries. You know, it's pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. So it's an honor. Uh, so I thought to tell about you and the work that you are doing to uh, my audience. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm a co-founder of a, a DevOps consulting firm, OP Incorporation. We do cloud trainings, help people to get a job in Canada. And I have another partnership and also I'm the vice president of technology there, uh, Transatlantic Business Consultation. We do also, you know, lots of cloud infrastructure software development projects. But at the same time, we help people to achieve some business goals. And one of the company is mostly focused on public sector and the other one is private. We do government contracts with them and the other one is doing subcontract with the big consulting firms in Canada and US. Thank you. So you're from Canada? Yes, I'm living in Canada, yes. So uh, can you tell more about the, the uh, US co-founder? Uh, Yes, uh, you know, I co-founded uh, my company, the DOP Incorporation, with my wife, which she is doing the same thing with me, you know, after the pandemic, actually. You know, pandemic, until pandemic started, I was working as a consultant in an application development firm. Then I see a big opportunity after the pandemic. There are a lot of needs coming for cloud and DevOps consultancy. I established my company with my wife and we start to give services to US and Canadian enterprises. So how old is this company? Uh, this company is actually three and a half years old, yeah. So what you did in this three and a half years? Uh, yeah, we are giving enterprises, you know, some companies needs to go to cloud, move their workloads from their data centers to cloud, we help them to achieve that goal. Sometimes we architecture their systems, sometimes we train their people to use cloud more efficiently, or sometimes they need more people. As a company, we join their team and help them to, um, you know, process this, that system faster than it should be, yeah. And my company so, is Microsoft and Amazon AWS partners, and we sometimes do consultation just specific to that uh, areas. So what's your background? Uh, my background as a profession is also IT. I worked almost 22 years in IT and work in different fields like IT security, software development, sometimes as an IT director. And as an origin from a country, I'm originally from Turkey, but I immigrated to Canada six and a half years ago. And before that, I have worked in Canada and Canadian firms from Turkey and Europe too. And even if it is cold, it's a nice place to live. Yeah. So you are into uh, IT from last 22 years? Yes, 22 years, 
99% I was in IT. I worked in a finance a bit, but that was also a related part of IT too, yeah. So I'm sure uh, you have huge experience and you saw the evolution of the technology. Yes, a lot, especially when I came to Canada, you know, Canada is a very good place to immigrate. You know, you, there is a very fast process that you can come. But the biggest problem in that is finding a good, reasonable job that you were doing back home. The biggest problem, if you become a software developer, security engineer, there are a lot of supply in the market and you will start to struggle to find the best job. But cloud and DevOps, and this is still accurate, there's a big gap. There's a big, uh, you know, um, demand for these uh, roles, then I decided to just pursue cloud and uh, DevOps, even though I don't have so much experience before. I quickly wrap up, I use my previous skills and experience to improve my skills in cloud and DevOps, and I quickly land a job in a couple of weeks. Then I, you know, fast forward my life and become, a, you know, a founder in a consulting company that at least 12, 13 people working uh, day by day, yeah. So I can see you have 40 plus certifications in cloud. Yes, I have. That's my side job, especially after the pandemic. Since I'm not committing an, uh, a lot, I get more certifications. And, and certification is a good verification of what you are doing. And in cloud, we have major three cloud providers and some small providers. And people wants to work with the experts and you become a subject matter expert if you have certifications. And I work as a Microsoft certified trainer lead in uh, Canada. And I encourage people to get certifications to show their capabilities and skills. That's the reason I like certifications, yeah. So uh, what is the size of your company? Uh, my size is we are 10 to 15 people, we can say, yeah. So different uh, uh, roles, architect, DevOps, yeah, engineers. Yeah. Yes, we have cloud engineers, DevOps engineers, solution architects. Even we do some cloud testing for infrastructure provisioning, different roles. And cloud and DevOps has got a broad of professions, you know, site reliability engineers, Azure DevOps engineers, Google Cloud engineers, or cloud security engineers. Sometimes you have multiple roles, and you can easily interchangeably use them. We have a lot of people, and now we also work as a training company. We have also cloud trainers that work under our company, and we have more than 50 people waiting for their next role. You know, in a couple of months, we will be graduating around 50, 60 people, and then our company will go grow exponentially. So you give training and uh, you, you hire them? Yes, we hire them or we help them to get hired by big enterprises because I am getting personally a lot of requests from my employers to, do you have anyone that knows Azure well that we can work with? Because they understand, they become confident working with you. They are asking for your recommendation. And the biggest networking or job opportunity in Canada is word of mouth a friend can recommend you. And that is bigger than resumes, bigger than CVs, or bigger than certifications. If I say that I work with this guy or I train this guy, he can do this. And if they uh, earn the confidence on me, you know, if they follow what we are expecting, it's easy to get the job. And 
this recommendation works really well. I do this as a you know mentor in some uh, NGOs in Canada. You know, I try to give a pathway for the people and try to recommend refer them into some co companies. Even there is also a bonus at the end. You know, sometimes some companies bring your friends if they are working with us. We'll give you X thousand dollars of amount as a bonus because referral is important. You know, hiring someone without any knowledge, especially in the remote world, is hard for the companies. They try to build different mechanisms, but they're okay with someone you have worked before because you are going to work. I work as a hiring manager in a consulting firm. My manager director is always telling me, if you are willing to hire this guy, hire him because you are going to work. I'm not responsible. That is the reason that I start training more people. So you uh, do they need to pay you in order to get trained? Yeah, we have some fees for the trainings, but sometimes I find a talented guy. I just want to use uh, his talents and I see the light. Sometimes there is no, but we have a, a you know formal a worldwide training company now that we train people from Europe, from, you know, I have lots of clients from also US too. Or sometimes I do corporate trainings for specific uh, companies that sometimes we need to upskill their engineers because there's a big movement to cloud now, especially all infrastructure systems are moving to cloud. And I'm very much working with lots of Canadian and US institutions, government institutions. They already have really brilliant people, but they have never worked cloud. Then we program some uh, trainings for them and I travel to their city sometimes, their province. I have a um, training set up already for next week. I train them and there is also an enterprise skill program for Microsoft. I also work as a trainer in that program. So uh, you hire, uh, I mean, uh, you give training to different countries, uh, people and uh, you hire them uh, and uh, uh, you let them work remotely. Yes, yes, yes. You know, remote work is, you know, cloud means everything is remote, you know, cloud, the, the basics and the fundamental is becoming a remote. You know, I can take care of my servers from Portugal. I was there three weeks ago. While I was on the beach, I can check anything from my phone and fix the problems. Yesterday, I was talking to one of my clients. I was in a remote area taking, you know, doing a shopping. I just point them, go and do this because I can escalate the permission to them. That's the reason remote work is it. If there is no restrictive regulation or legislation that prevents you to work from elsewhere, I'm okay, you know, because if I'm, I'm not so young guy, but if I were young, I prefer to work remotely, you know, travel the world, become a digital nomad, and you can work and you can feel the taste of the life very easy. So uh, tell me about the service that you provide. Uh, the service is mostly, you know, if a company wants to go cloud, they need some advices, some best practices. Mostly we are helping them to build that uh, best practices documentation, then architecture. Then sometimes they need a, an engineer to execute this plan. And these plans are sometimes short term, three months plan, sometimes six years plan. And or they have two engineers never done a migration before. And I let my two engineers to work with them side by side, maybe six months, and they start to learn how to do the things. If they need more encouragement or training, we provide them. Or sometimes I join a team as an auditor. 
maybe the guys start to learn cloud and they do a cloud migration. But if you're a junior in this project, you cannot make lots of architectural decisions. And senior people needs to come and check if they are done with the security principles, regulations, or sometimes there is a new tool. Because in the old days, we have servers, and servers has got CPUs and RAMs. Everything was based on that. Now, there are thousands of services in cloud. We need to get advices which one will be the best one. I have friends, subject matter expert. I have some topics that I'm expert on it. We give advices or implementation tactics or best practices and try to help every company to make this faster. So uh, your clients are from US and Canada mainly. Yeah, US and Canada. We have one client in the UK too. Yeah. So uh, what is the size of the company you work for? Uh, the currently, uh, I cannot disclose the name, but they yeah, have it's okay. all yeah. across the world and probably 100,000 people are working on it. I have so, another client bigger than this. I am just helping them to architect something for a small period. They are probably, you know, employing like 200,000 people. Uh, they are in the FMCG, uh, the food market, we can say. You know, I work with the biggest legal firms in the world. I sometimes work with, you know, finance industry. But sometimes I work with the companies that has just one employee. It depends how they need the cloud or how they need that transformation because the company size is not matters. I work for, I consult for a company that is just one single man show, but they were, you know, he was reaching around a million dollar every month revenue. But I work for some institutions. They are NGOs. They don't care about the money. They are providing services to citizens, but they have huge budget and they have lots of things to do. Yeah. So uh, you you are very diverse. You came from different country and you situated in uh, in Canada and uh, you got skilled. You upskilled yourself and uh, you got so many certifications and uh, and uh, you was into development and you was into uh, uh, application development and all. Now you are into business side of the technology. How is this? Uh, that's a progress, you know, we are getting older, maybe, uh, you know, becoming a technical person needs more effort, you know, you should be sustainable about that. I try to do myself, but we have other things, kids growing, you know, you need to take care of the family. I like it because my bachelor is based on economics. I have a master's on information systems, business kind of my side job always, and my father was doing business long years. That's good to have, but I still have, you know, make my hands dirty and do lots of technical things. And I let my wife to run the business more often. You know, I just make, you know, if she wants, he wants an, she wants an advice from me. I let, but mostly she's running the business. I'm running the technical side. Same for the partnership that I've been carrying for. I prefer to do the technical side because that's the thing that I love. And the age is transforming us into different jobs. If I think that like 23 years ago when I started my career, if someone told me that there is a cloud engineer, you will become one in 15 years, there is no cloud there. You know, IT, information technologies, all the technologies evolving. Maybe five years later, we will be car mechanics for the EV cars. Maybe there needs to be a software skills 
that you need to update your guys. There should be update stations. There will be lots of things, or there were there were no mobile phones, but I become a mobile you know application developer at the seven to eight years of my career, the first in Turkey. You know, no one knows. You just deep dive and learn. And getting information now is totally changed. In the old days, we got degrees. We learned lots of things in the schools, but now there are shorter periods. We can access everything online. We can learn. Maybe we cannot become a medical doctor, but we can become a really good developer by becoming a self-learner. So what you want to do uh, next? You already reached the three countries and uh, what, 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 what kind of work that you want to do with the world? Actually, you know, this is maybe a five years plan. And, and I don't want to make a more than five years plan because as it's evolving, you know, it's a moving target. But I want to grow our company, work with better team, bigger teams and maybe bigger clients and do a really, uh, you know, giving something community back, you know, try to train people. For example, I have a project in my mind. I'm discussing with lots of officials in Canada, try to train Ukrainian uh, newcomers to Canada, you know, teach them how they can, you know, learn cloud, how they can survive their life. Because moving from one country to another without any skills, any language skills is tough. And I, we've been there. I've seen many people. I work as a community service, as a language translator from Turkish to English. I see the problems there. I would like to give back to community and bring something better and maybe build a trust for them. Yeah. So you also uh, VP of uh, technology. Yes, VP of technology of TB Consulting. That's a company that I partner with my friends. Uh, we are mostly focused on private, you know, uh, sorry, public institutions. We are giving uh, Canadian and U.S. government some help about again cloud infrastructure application development. So you are into cloud completely. Yes, fully. You know. Uh, you know, that's my focus area. That's the way I like it. You know, everything is going moving towards the cloud. We always do things on cloud. If we are looking for a security engineer, most of our security engineers are coming from a cloud security background. And that's the market goes. And I recommend everyone to get more things about cloud. So, you know, uh, all the services, how it works in cloud. Yeah, mostly. Not, we cannot say all the services because every day there is a new service coming, but I just try, try to catch up. I follow all the bulletins from big cloud providers, you know, try to experiment as much as I can. You know, I do trainings every training time. I check all the uh, learning materials from Microsoft, AWS, Google Cloud. If there is something new that I can experiment in the class or afterwards, you know, try to do my side projects to improve my skills because we, you know, if you want things to work well, you need to, you know, try them a lot, you know, experience them a lot. So it's not very uh, easy uh, for a person to or a, for, a, for a technologist or a business owner to understand all the clouds and all the services. And uh, I can see you are expert in this. So what is your driving and what is what is making you to be passionate about technology like this? You know, I like doing technological things. For example, if you tell me some people love doing gardening, you know, some people doing, you know, carpentry. I'm a guy that deals with the most of the cloud stuff or computer stuff. When I first started my career, you know, maybe 90s, I tried to, you know, take all my computer parts and change them and do the stuff. Now this becomes a cloud. There is a new service. Let's test that. Or there is one new engineer coming. Let's teach him something else that he can 
you know, accelerate his process. I like doing that. I put a lot of time reading on that, writing on that. I'm trying to publish a book about Terraform now. Probably next year it will be publishing, you know, try to people to reuse their uh, efforts in the cloud very quickly, you know, how they can provision governed and secure infrastructure. That's the reason I work, just work on this. You know, I have kids, I have time for that, but I try to wake up early, spend some time before work to improve myself, learn new things or write the, a chapter from the book. So is it possible for you to like manage everything? Because I can see you did so much. Yeah, yeah. If you do a really good timing plan, it's epic. I try to do a really good calendar and schedule. That's my one of my strengths. You know, I have everything scheduled. All my calendars are synced. I have multiple calendars. I have an assistant that helps me also set the stuff. And I use technological tools like Calendly to set all my meetings. If someone wants to meet, you know, you can. This, these are the times. Select one or I even encourage my personal trainer to use this. You know, I can set the time, you can set the time. Try to use technology to, you know, ease my life and be organized, you know. Maybe I'm not a person that I just start working nine and it's four, 5 p.m., let's shut the window. No, I work maybe one or two hours more, but for example, Sundays, I just check urgent emails. There is an importance a setting in my email. I just check them. If a system goes down, I check my email from my phone. I never open my computer, for example. Sundays are my family day. I spend, I, I try to go out if the weather permits. And the weather is not permitting well in these days, uh, maybe the following uh, months, but I try to use that with the family. Just being organized, you know, provides you at least a couple of hours every day. So how is working with the different countries? Uh, it's good, you know, you need to adjust your time zones. There are some capabilities. For example, uh, in the last project I was working in San Francisco, we have a team in India. You need to adjust your time. And I was, I'm in the Eastern time zone there in Pacific time zone. I need to be a bit flexible. I need to adjust my sleeping times because sometimes I, I'm not forced to, but I want to jump in a call to learn the team, what they need, how I can help with them or try to do some personal times with them, you know, coffee breaks, you know, set some time, try to learn because it's remote. We need to put a bit more effort then. And the efficiency from remote work, the managers are responsible. Sometimes I coach people how they can improve their efficiency. That's the way. But it's nice. And I work, I travel a lot of countries in my life in the last, you know, last six years, I'm not traveling a lot. But before that, I traveled a lot. And I know the culture is, I know that, you know, it's good to have a chit chat. Sometimes I jump in a call with a couple of digital nomads, engineers that I work with. I saw that they are next to my house, literally in Turkey, you know, that happens. That's something fun. I like the cultures. I like traveling. And the pandemic is, is almost over. We can say we can start to travel. That's the reason it's good to have multiple countries. So this, this start, you to become co-founder, this start became, uh, begin in the uh, pandemic time. Yes, yes, I try to, I try to. That was a something that I don't put so much effort, but the pandemic makes me to pull, you know, put full effort because I learned Canada well that I can get more attention to my business. And I see there is a growing opportunity in the pandemic times. You know, pandemic maybe started as first as a Canada's layoffs, but in the IT industry, cloud consulting or the other consulting, they grow a lot. And I noticed that. 
and I just want to get the same opportunity or provide the same services to my clients because they need because moving to a remote work environment is starting from the cloud. If you are, don't have all the workloads in cloud, it's pain. It's a big pain, and I help them. Yeah. So, what challenges you like? Challenges, you know, especially in North America, it takes some time to build a practice or a name, a brand, and it takes some time to get confidence to your company. But I believe I passed that point. But it was hard, you know. Maybe you are. Decreasing your numbers to get rates to get uh, good uh, projects, but if you get one and if you that as a success story, if you can make that as a case story, you can get the other projects very quickly. Just you need to be patient about that. You need to build practice. You need to have good partners that carry on because in North America, technical people cannot do marketing, sales, business at the same time. We need to focus on technical things. We need to have powerful partners that carry on the business, marketing, sales. Maybe you go with a partnership that I'm doing. You know, I have one institution, but I am also partner with the other one. We are becoming a very strong, powerful system. For example, uh, we have now an office, like around 3,000 square feet office that we do training. Then we, it becomes a very synergic area. You know, we rent this place all together. Because we are all working from home, we have spaces. But you know, coming to our office one single day increase your productivity very quickly. You learn from your friends or colleagues. Someone is falling falling into a trap, then you can easily. And as you know, I've been doing this for 23 years. I've been falling into traps many times. I can, uh, you know, stop my engineers to fall into the same trap. I can easily transfer my experience to them. So your experience is helping you uh, to do uh, a great architecture for any IT infrastructure needs yes. for any company. Absolutely. You know, I was in a project three years ago and it was a big government institution in Canada. And one day, one of the project managers called me, you know, from my phone. Can you jump into a call? It's like 6 p.m. in my time zone. I'm okay, you know, it's something urgent. And my project is not a production project. Nothing urgent can be happening. They said, can you jump into a call? They sent me a link and there's lots of security precautions. I entered the password, passcodes and everything. I jumped into a call. In the call, there's 150 people. They're just asking me, there's a button. Can we click this or not? Because it's an old system and they're asking me and I use that many times. So feel free to you know click that button and it will handle everything. Yeah, they click and everything because you know sometimes and this is showing you you are getting older. Sometimes your experience you know help one second, but 150 people are looking into that. Or a new tool, I always ask all my engineers, you know, from the junior one to senior one. Maybe I don't I never seen that. Maybe they have seen, maybe they saw. The knowledge is important to share because, you know, if you share, maybe we get the grasp of that knowledge, but we cannot share everything. Sometimes I need to ask verify. And some people saw me that I have 40, over 40 certificates. They think that I know everything. No, I don't know. That's my hobby. Sometimes I need to verify things from the vendors or sometimes from even my junior engineers because we cannot cover everything. or. I work on something today. I'm an expert on it. 
But six months later, we are human. We might forget some part of it. We need to go check the document. Or cloud is a moving target. We can see that the documentation has changed. There is a new feature. Something is not going to work like that. Will work. So being in technology, so how is this for long time? Uh, and also uh, talking with computer or talking with human beings, which one you like? Uh, you know, technology for long time. I love technology. That's the way it is. You know, uh, in Turkey there is a university entrance exam, and there is a offer system that you can may you might not get to the college you want or the profession you want. There is a bit a random situation, and I was uh, I was going to uh, attend a economics college that that I will hate. I know that I tried that. I hate it. You know, that's not the way, but I like the computers. And when you compare with the computers and human, yeah, humans are, I'm a social person. I prefer to chat, you know, talk about the things. But sometimes maybe you can be betrayed by a human, but computers are not like that. Very rational. Uh, you know, you are, you give an input and you take the outputs. They're very consistent. If you understand the low level of computing, they are reliable. I am happy to use them and work with them, but humans are almost, you know, they don't have senses. And we are all human, we have senses. Sometimes we need to share, we need to cry. Computers will not understand that. That's a bit controversial, but I like both sides. So what do you say, this is general, what do you say you saw the evolution of the technology now, uh, data centers are under the water, now also thinking about the quota about the planet. Yes, yes, that's incredible. You know, uh, I have kids. Sometimes I tell them, you know, in the TV, it was a black and white in the old days. There were no cell phones or that. They cannot understand. But we are in between. You know, I saw the old school telephones that as just my grandma has. I need to go walk five kilometers to make a phone call or I need to have tokens to have phone calls. I was studying in a boarding school. I need to get telephone cards now. Even, you know, 10-year-old kid has a phone in his or her pocket. And this is very evolving, and I'm expecting a lot of changes, too. And when we see, you know, intelligent, smart cars driving around. A couple of months ago, I was driving to another city in, in from Toronto to Montreal. I see a Tesla car driving, and the driver is almost asleep. You know, this is changing a lot, and I see, I can see the technology inside of it. And I really, you know... Uh, amazed about that and but when you tell this to a 70 75 year old people they can be freaked about that why we don't need to rely on computer but i know how it calculates the possibility how it checks all the cameras we don't have eyes an hour behind but they have it's really promising i see more more you know more lazy people but more smart and hardworking uh engines or computers coming so you see, you listen uh, to uh, different requirements of different uh, uh, companies. So and you are ful fulfilling uh, uh, their needs uh, and uh, reaching their expectations. So how you are, how how you are, what is your approach? My approach is uh, try to listen as much as we can. You know, gather all the information they have because sometimes a client tell you all the story on their end, but there may be another additional stories will affect because dependency is the biggest computer problem in the world for me. 
it might be dependent. There should be a reason this was built like this. You know, get the reasons and try to provide the best solution you can because there are best practices documents in every provider's or every language's website. But you cannot do that right away because let's assume you have a software built in 1970s. No one will like it. It's an old school, but it was an amazing product in the old days. And you cannot tell the company, we need to throw this to garbage and you need to wait two years, stop operations, we will be developing something. There should be an exponential change. There should be gradual programs. It's hard to, you know, I love technical program managers or product managers. There, there should be someone owning the product, owning the transformation, becoming a change agent and carry on. That's important. As technical guys, we can provide the best solution for this time period. But tomorrow, maybe it's not. it will not be the best one. We should be ready. We should be making client ready. This is good for now, but let's have another five years plan, three years plan. Let's gradually change the things, make things newer. It's like you need to change some of the parts of your car or change the oil. Software is like that. It's not you get it, you use it forever. You need to adjust into people's needs and also the technology needs. So how you explored all these tools in your uh, uh, in the technology? Uh, try to read all the documentation as much as, you know, I follow a couple of, uh, you know, web portals and some RSV feeds about the technology, about the services. And I follow some cloud and DevOps podcasts that if I'm on commute or driving car, I try to listen to them as much as and try to learn new products. Because as you say, that's, it's like mushrooms. Lots of products are popping up. You don't know what is for. You need to try to understand, I can use this both. And I try to match the products to my clients and create some proof of concepts with them as much as I can. Or sometimes I contact with the uh, partnership managers. Can you do a demo for us, for my team, that we can understand what the product is? Or sometimes we go to a client for a discovery session. We see a product there. We say, oh, this product looks good. We learn more about that. That's an opportunity. We cannot cover everything, but we try to cover as much as we can. And sometimes I can make this comparison well when I came first came to Canada, but there's a big difference about the product range in Canada, in US and Europe. There are different tools, you know, governing the markets, you know, providing services. There may be, you know, interchangeable products, but some of them are powerful in some specific places. I try to address them and understand them. So uh, you, uh, you 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 said your approach, and uh, as a business owner, you are a good listener in order to understand the uh, uh, their requirements and uh, uh, and their infrastructure. And uh, coming to uh, internal uh, part of your company, you are a trainer. You are also talking. There you are here listening and here you are talking. So uh, can you tell this both series of That's a very important, you know, part, uh, topic. For example, if I attend the discovery sessions uh, with my clients, I prefer to have at least video, you know, an audio recording because I might sleep something. Even though I take lots of notes, I still, you know, I use pencil just in the discovery meetings. Regularly, I use maybe board marker, but I we don't do lots of text records anymore. Everything is electronic, but I prefer to take the note as a paper because paper gives me focus on the client. 
if I'm taking a note with the computer, sometimes I see a message. I see because there are lots of dopamine effects and lots of interruption in the computer. I prefer to shut down my laptop and listen carefully, take the notes. Sometimes I took some notes about the audience, about the uh, need or some questions that came to my mind that I can ask for an email, a follow-up email. But when I come to the company, I would like to also inform them what I have hear, uh, heard from the client, how we can provide the solution. And also I post them the audio records too. Maybe they can understand something that I skipped because every sound, every uh, statement can be a different thing. Sometimes, you know, we are all human. Some, some of us like me, we are not native English speakers. That's not my mother tongue. I understand something wrong. We try to address and look from different parts. Or sometimes we don't understand. We go and ask the questions because listening and asking questions are really important. You get the correct need. Sometimes you can design something and there are lots of YouTube videos about this. You know, you describe something and they are bringing a product. It's not related. That's the reason we should have a definition period. Sometimes my clients are, they say, why you are doing two weeks discovery? Because it's not easy. You have been working in this company for 20 years. You know every aspect. You know the old backstory, but for a week, we cannot get that story. We try to dig in as much as we can in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. So uh, you worked for somebody's business before and uh, uh, from last three, three and a half years, uh, you're working for your own business. So uh, what do you say to two persons in you? You know, uh, working in a big institution, for example, I was working in a big one, you know, becoming that part of organization really helps you to get more projects, learn, explore lots of for example, there were some clients that my current company cannot get those kind of those scale of clients yet. It will take some time, but I understand the story of how they built that company. What are the good sides of the company that I can implement to my company? It's like a, my training about business management was mostly the institution that I work as a full-time employee or a manager or a director. So, yeah. So uh, eventually you give a, a service uh, uh, for cloud uh, people. Yes. So Mostly how... cloud security people. It depends, you know, sometimes, for example, sometimes we work with the old school IT people. They want to move something to cloud. We work with them. Sometimes we are working with CTOs, you know, really top level managers that has a grip of cloud knowledge as like a, a you know book from the books they need to understand all the technicalities sometimes they don't need to sometimes they need to they need to understand our concerns because moving to cloud has some security concerns too we need to raise them sometimes they're asking me you are moving everything to cloud and then raising concerns why because we should be aware and we should be taking some additional steps to prevent them try to communicate over communicate all the information with them with the cloud people because they need to understand what they are signing for it's not buying a laptop from x provider and then x vendor then no i don't want this let's change it our projects are multi-million dollar projects you know it's a big effort long years you don't want to waste them and sometimes i hear some of my clients came like that we work with the x company or x people we pay a million dollar and nothing happened it didn't do 
And when I go look back, sometimes I see a mistake from the client side too. They didn't provide the enough people or enough culture movement because moving to cloud, moving to DevOps is a culture movement. You cannot just make a decision. Yes, we are moving cloud. We have millions of dollars of budget. Let's move. It's not like that. You need to make really good management decisions and you need to understand someone needs to inform you about that decisions. Maybe debates you need to have, long meetings. Sometimes I do, you know, I over meet people about the processes at the beginning. They said, why, you know, we made the decision. I sometimes want them to revisit the decisions because there may be something that they are not fully aware of. They need to understand. Uh, do all the people who want to move their infrastructure to the cloud have uh, technical knowledge? Not all of them, you know, they can hire some people that knows and get the training. But if they have that, that is really helpful, you know, because, you know, cost calculation is different. In the old days, you buy the computer, you have an Internet connectivity, that's it. But now every service has a different cost algorithm. Maybe there is a new uh, occupation or profession starting FinOps uh, professionals. They will help you to understand and reduce the cost of the cloud usage. There will be lots of different jobs are coming by the, this evolve, you know, by, by this evolve. That's the reason I recommend everyone to have a certain level of cloud knowledge for developers, for QA engineers, security engineers, because everything is moving to cloud. If you stop yourself there in the old school way, uh, you, you will not get the real benefit of being in the IT. Maybe all conventional technologies become non-IT in the near future because everything will be moving to the cloud. So what is going to be the future technology? Uh, future technologies, I'm expecting, a, you know, uh, some more, uh, you know, powerful services and more reliable systems. And the data layer side, you know, now every country has uh, some data regulation, for example, you cannot move some certain Canadian data to elsewhere. It should be in Canadian data centers. And there are some cloud providers providing multiple data centers or regions in Canada. Some of them cannot. I'm expecting they will be popping up more regions, more availability and more services and uh, more times. So what do you say to the uh, people who are watching this, who are into the cloud, who are into technology and uh, who are doing technology business and who wants to uh, do business? Sure. I, my recommendation will be all will be covered. You know, do lots of things, you know, learn more cloud as you go. Focus on serverless Kubernetes technologies. They will be, you know, they're already boomed, you know, it will grow. And adjust your applications to have more cloud native, you know, Provider-driven databases, data systems that you can support a global infrastructure. Because according to my, you know, research, if you are using an old-school transactional database, you don't have the full global system, or you need to put more operational cost there. You need to be very careful. But cloud providers are providing really good uh, document-driven databases now, data stores. Try to implement that and get some information from the data from your users and use cloud technologies to provide better services, better products. But first thing is everyone needs to learn, learn more, more, more effort to learn new things. Yeah. 
So as a co-founder, as a person who is into technology for uh, 20 plus years, what is your observation about my work? Have you seen any videos of mine? Yes, yes, I've seen. I was, I was, uh, was thrilled to see uh, lots of different people from different backgrounds, different countries. I probably watched lots of them. Yeah, I probably watched lots of them. Yeah. So how this experience talking? It's a really good one, and actually. After watching your videos, I decided I should do something uh, on this uh, system too. You know, that's amazing. So I I did masters in software engineering and also bachelors in computer science and engineering. And uh, right now I'm uh, getting trained as DevOps engineer. Nice. Yeah. So how this experience talking with experts like you who are already in the industry for a long time to solve different problems for handling different projects uh, globally? What listening to you people what i'm going to learn from it and how i'm going to use this knowledge if i work in, uh, in a position in coming days you know i recommend you know follow some endeavors in the market like you know lots of brilliant people that are posting lots of stuff in the social media especially linkedin and twitter follow them and try to learn more about that technologies you shouldn't be expert about that but just follow the trendy technologies because every trend can easily become for example i have one short story about this when i first came to canada i was working in a cloud company as a cloud engineer i can say legend engineer and there was one specific technology i was discussing with the boss the founder you know there is a new technology and that technology is kubernetes you know we should do something about this we should do something about this he said no this technology will going to die old school is the best way and no kubernetes is, is you know rapidly growing still growing and that company died because they didn't adopt the kubernetes and as a new cloud engineer i even notice you know that will be booming you should just put some focus on the new trendy technologies and there are lots of uh, technology raters are pu- published in uh, twitter follow them and try to learn and read more about them maybe you don't have a lab environment you don't have an actual client to experiment that but try to read and be aware of and do not if you are planning you know you are a newbie in the cloud and devops field do not be concerned about i don't have so much hands on skills none of us had hands on skills you get your first job you get your first client then you have a lot of things to do you can easily wrap up the all the hands on position just show your clients show your employers that you are eager to learn you are open you are starving to learn new technologies maybe you are not fulfilling all the requirements in the job descriptions maybe they are over requested uh, you know credentials but try to apply and show them that i'm ready to learn if i see these lights i hire the people and i see how they can easily go for for example i have one short anecdote for this Uh, in my previous uh, role i saw i w- i'm giving people to assignment for jobs you know and technical assignment and i de- i gave given the same assignment maybe 200 times the first time i found one solution that is aligning what my company does because this guy was a careful guy that knows that we are a microsoft partner and solved the problem with a microsoft solution I invited him from a different province in personally. We sent the ticket and this guy was like a 2 years of development experience and just 
jump into a Cloud DevOps career. And I asked him, you know, how do you know this? Or are you working with Microsoft and that's the reason you said? No, he said that. I check your website, your company profile, and I saw that you are a Microsoft partner. I want to do this. All the other people were solving, 199 people solved that in AWS. And I told my manager, I'm going to hire this. It was for a senior position, but this guy is a very junior. And in a year, that guy becomes a senior because he was detail-oriented. He knows how to learn. Now he's a manager in a big firm. And this happened three and a half years ago, just before I left the company. You know, you can easily grow. There is a big opportunity, big space in the cloud and DevOps field. Just be detail-oriented, learn. You can easily grow. Uh, I'll, I'll put your web links in the description of this video on YouTube. People who find our video on YouTube can see the work that you're doing and the service that you're providing and uh, uh, and, and what you're doing, they can know it. And also I'll put on the screen as well, they can uh, see the entire video. Can you spell your, uh, uh, you know, your presence to my podcast listeners? Sure. Uh, our consulting company called is deop.ca. Uh, and uh, our training company called is cloudcamp.ca, cloudcamp.ca. That's it. Thank you very much. So can I put this video on my YouTube channel with your permission? Sure. I consent. No worries. It's good and to also, be also, your videos. Yeah. Can I also put this audio and video clip on my podcast, website, internet, social media, everywhere with your permission? Sure. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Arul, uh, for giving Thanks. me your valuable time and uh, uh, giving answers to some of my questions and telling about your service. I appreciate Sai. And whenever you need help, we can catch up. You have my Skype and the other contact details. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Thank you again. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. See you. Thanks. Sir. Thanks. Sir. Bye.